Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. fast alongside me just like every week every wednesday is manager jacob jacob how are you doing i'm doing i'm doing well sarah Five it's check. nice to be interest or introduced that way because i feel like we've strayed a little bit from the initial episode when it was for the foreseeable future that mm. hasn't been mentioned very often so i feel like that's locked true in i might have to bring that back <laughs> now that you've brought it up how are you sarah i'm all right vibes are good vibes are good i'm excited for this episode but i'm more excited to hear what are you drinking or eating this well, i'm week? eating this week and it's actually listen i mean i hope you're eating every week but what's yeah, it's, been, it's been two weeks since uh, <laughs> my last bit of sustenance no this one listen i'm keeping the summer theme going mm-hmm you know what I had the other day? A yeah. s'more. Who Love doesn't s'mores. Like, who doesn't like a s'more? Love right? s'mores. The perfect, classic, the perfect dessert. Now listen, classic graham cracker, marshmallow, little bit of milk chocolate. Mm-hmm. Amazing. Do you have like a brand preferred for the milk Jersey chocolate? Jersey milk for sure. Okay, that's a good option. Yeah. I'm like a dairy milk or Jersey milk. It just depends on what's at the convenience you, store. You know what I did? Okay, I should have gone to a convenience store. I went to a grocery store and it was a little bit too high end mm-hmm. and I couldn't find the, the kind of like mid-range chocolate I was looking for so I had to go and get some like they also sell like s'mores kits now like Arrow has its own one and Kit Kat and do you like, mess around with those and Reese's we tried one at the cottage um and the Arrow was actually good Arrow chocolate worked really well with it but I wouldn't mess with like the peanut butter or anything I don't want to like mess with the integrity okay. of the s'mores well this is what I'm saying not necessarily peanut butter but a little experimentation when it comes to the s'mores you know what I did I don't do? even know if I saw someone do this. I think I just saw someone eating a croissant. I mean, you sometimes make like, some weird combinations <laughs> yeah, of things. Yeah, this so. is true. But I saw someone eating a croissant, and I was just like, a croissant. I was like, I want one of those okay. in some more form. So I actually went to the grocery store, and they had in the bakery aisle, you know, like the mini croissants. Yeah. Uh, I got those, and then just sliced down the middle, and then as you would make a s'more chocolate. So you just like a s'more sandwich kind of. Yeah, exactly. And it, you know what? It held up. I would say I would give it a solid like 7.8 out of 10. That's not bad. Actually, I might have to try that out sometime. Yeah, just get the get the uh, croissants at the... I've said this like five different I, ways. I was going to say, your pronunciation each that time I'm like croissant. hanging on. <laughs> Uh, make sure that you get them fresh because I had them the next day and I think that, that mm, took off a couple of points because yeah, they were a little good. stale. Not good. What about you? What are you uh, eating or drinking? Um, well, as everyone knows, because I don't shut up about it on the internet, it's the only way I'm going to hold myself accountable. I'm training for a half marathon right now. Ran my first 10K the other day. Huge. By the time this goes, it will be weeks later. Actually, side note, when this goes out, I'm going to be in Budapest for work and I will see if I have signed. They're doing a media 10K. And you get to run through the city and it's like a proper race. As part of World Athletics. Yeah, so I might do it. Anyways, with that, I'm drinking a lot of BioSteel, but I'd never tried BioSteel before. Okay. Went to Costco. BioSteel has these like 25 pack things and they have this one that tastes like the rocket 
like the um, candies? The, no, the rocket, like, um, oh my God. Popsicle. The rocket popsicles. So they taste okay. like the rocket popsicles, but they are addicting. They're so yummy. Honestly, I get excited for the end of my run because I treat myself with a rocket bio steel. <laughs> uh, not sponsored. I wish. Like those things. Nolan and I literally just drove to Costco the other day to re-up only on bio steel. Like we walked into Costco, bought strictly another case of bio steel and walked out. It was honestly very impressive for us. Normally that doesn't happen. And but you're getting like your electrolytes, a little bit of sugars to replenish after 100%, your training, right? 100%. They're so delicious. They have a bunch of really fun flavors and I'd never tried it before. So I highly recommend BioSteel if you're looking for a, something other than a Gatorade. Gatorade tastes too sweet now. This might be a wild question, but do you drink it cold or like room temperature? No, well, like you could drink it room temperature, but I keep them in the fridge. Yeah. Our yeah. rule is one for one. So if you take one out of the fridge, you put one in. Oh, okay. I'm glad that's Constant, rule. Yeah, Some other people don't know the etiquette. No, they don't. And then Nolan and I fight over it. So, <laughs> what about what are you watching this week? I'm so excited that a new season of Only Murders in the Building came out. So that's the show with Martin Short and uh, Steve Martin and Selena Gomez. Oh yeah. And this season, it's almost distract. Okay, you know when a cast like The Bear kind of did this when a cast gets like too famous and there's like too many like really big stars. In I remember it. seeing a promo for this season and there were like Meryl, Meryl Streep Street, is in it. Popping up Paul because, Rudd is in it. Right. The girl from Emily in Paris, Ashley Park is in it. Um, oh my God, I'm missing. But there's even more. Oh, the guy, the really hot guy from Grey's Anatomy. Um, Jesse Williams. Anyways, um, Jesse Williams, I think his name is from oh, Grey's yeah, Anatomy. Yeah. So, uh, honestly a lot of eye candy and a lot of great actors in it but to a point where it kind of pulls me out of the show a bit but regardless it's so funny if you've never seen only murders in the building this is your sign to go watch it i didn't know what it was gonna be about but it's very fun it's a fun watch okay sure. i haven't checked it out so maybe i'll do that what about you what are you watching right well, now for me i think you maybe even mentioned this a few episodes back uh because everyone on your trip down south was quoting it uh, I think you should leave. Yeah, uh, it's the. I have only watched the first season, but the guys in my life, they literally get together and wait for the new season and don't watch it with anyone else. And they don't watch it until they can all watch <laughs> it together. And then they watch it two times all the way through the first night. And then they spend the rest of the year annoying us and quoting it every okay it's seconds. so funny it's just like okay tim tim robinson yeah. that's right yeah. tim robinson used to be an snl writer but now it's it's like his sketch comedy mm -hmm. show essentially uh i found it really funny but i also found I'm, I'm only a few episodes in the first season and there are so many like one-liners that i think have just been floating around in the background of like pop culture that have been like friends of mine have, mm -hmm. have said that i didn't realize were, we're from i think you from should leave yeah, 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 yeah exactly so i feel like i'm catching up on maybe a like have you got to the chunky guys. one yet the chunky no. episode okay well i always say that's chunky and like you'll understand once you like that's the only thing i say from that show but they <laughs> or the don't talk like that's another one from the chunky episode so anyways okay, i gotta watch there's, some more. there's a few <laughs> that like are just ingrained in my brain but yes i think you should leave it has it's it's got some uh good, it's like when vine culture everyone would say like the one line is from yes. vine that's kind of what i think you should leave has done and some good uh actors in it as well that yeah, i was exactly. like oh i know the person i know this person i know the comedy scene's really small yeah. uh what are you listening to this week okay I don't know what Spotify did to just serve this directly to me, but I was like, this hits. This is exactly what I want to be listening to, especially mm -hmm. as we move into, I don't want to like kill anyone's vibe, but closer to the end of the year, say? What? Only don't, a few months We're still left? in Q3. <laughs> don't say that. We're still in Q3. But we are only about two and a half months or two months left of Spotify listening history to oh. add to your Spotify Wrapped. year in yes. review. So this is your notification PSA that if maybe you have some questionable artists on what you think is going to be your year end wrapped, start listening to That's some true. You other have two months. artists. You, you have two, two months. Two months to <laughs> get your year in review to be a little bit cooler, which is always my goal. I always try to do that. <laughs> How many got, different genres do you listen to last year? Like twelve hundred or something? No, I think it was like two thousand. Isn't insane. Typically in the like low thousands of genres per year, which is wild. There can't be that many genres. Um, but I've so I've been, uh, just been listening to my you know year X in review or year wrapped whatever it is it's called uh, that just keep popping up for some reason on oh, my I playlist like yeah so I've been checking out 2020 which is was three years ago it's wild it's so funny that you thought about that because it's so funny that you're talking about that because literally today I thought about oh I've only been listening to Taylor Swift and Noah Khan the entire year and I right. who I'm still listening to is Noah Khan he's my favorite person to run to so that's why I think he's the perfect mix of like upbeat and folky but it kind of makes me feel like i'm running through the forest on a cross-country yes. team again so i'm really excited because he's coming to toronto in september and i'm gonna go see him and i'm so excited 
Okay, and also actually one thing that I would listen to this week as well, there's a great podcast called Song Exploder and they kind of work with, each episode features one artist and they kind of break down their track of how it was written, how it was recorded. Mm -hmm. They'll do like test tracks that are unreleased and stuff to show you what it originally was or like voice memos that they recorded for themselves. Uh, So he was actually on it recently and did uh, Stick Season. Uh, was the song Ooh, feature. I'll have to go listen really to that. Really cool episode. This will be the first time hosting a podcast that I have no idea what any of the questions are because we are joined by... Izzy. She calls herself intern Izzy. She's very much a paid employee of the Talking Fast team. She's usually behind the desk over there making sure we look good, sound good. But now she looks good and is about to sound good and she is here to run the show this episode. Izzy, welcome to Talking Fast. How are you feeling being on this side of the camera and the microphone and sitting at the table that you always yell at us for tapping? Yeah, I'm so excited. I'm a little bit nervous, but that's okay. We'll just get off. We'll get some jokes in and then I'll be fine. But I'm, yeah. a li- I'm a little nervous too because we joked from the one of the first episodes that you were going to eventually take my job mm-hmm. and you've gone from that chair over there to now this chair. In only a matter I'm, of like 30 episodes. Yeah. Too. Now it's only a couple of feet left before this is gone from. You got a little cocky to, in the beginning of the show saying that I haven't I brought know up I did. The, yeah. that I haven't brought up the foreseeable <laughs> future. So I guess this kind of is like a co-host audition. So no pressure. But I mean, it's a we'll preview see. for season two. And I play the long game, Jacob. So. <laughs> I've got no strategy. So I, I'm just shaking in my boots, I guess. She's just been like daggerizing you the entire like season, just whatever. But okay. So Izzy actually prepped this entire episode. Jacob and I have no idea what the questions are, all we were told is that the theme is back to school. Mm-hmm. BTS. So, BTS. Mm-hmm. Izzy, take take it away. I don't know what to do when I don't have all the notes in front of You're me. You're going to ask us questions though, right? Yeah. No, no. I'm just going to let you guys play off of you. That's what usually goes. And then, no, I'll have some questions for you guys, obviously. I'm excited to pick your brains. We did learn that Jacob was homeschooled. so We that learned was really that exciting. today. I feel that like I had to toss this out in the group chat because I was like, do you guys understand that as we're looking at the topic, the theme for this episode being back to school? And I was like, listen... I'm not going to be able to contribute anything to the like lunchable lunchroom exchange or like dollar pizza day mm-hmm. or like anything like that. The like chocolate your mind milk went sales. To that, though. Like your first thought when I said back to school was like, let's give like it's middle all... school, high school and not like university <laughs> college. Yeah. Like that's we're all going to really go back and like our old journals and try to remember. I was, was that's like. what I pictured too. But yeah, learning Jacob was homeschooled. My first question to him was, you have really good social skills though. So how did that work? Well, I mean, I think that that's just a stereotype that uh, is perpetuated did you watch, by mainstream media. <laughs> yeah, sure. <laughs> did you ever watch? Wow, what was the show called? Was Kimmy Schmidt homeschooled? Did yeah. You watch that? Yeah. Well, no, Kimmy Schmidt lived in a bunker. I mean, there was, she, she was homeschooled because there were a lot of other things going on. She was kidnapped and she lived in a bunker. Oh, that's right. That's right. Well, there was no kidnapping in my in my childhood. Uh, thankfully, but uh, I, I was homeschooled. Is exciting enough, I guess. But homeschooled for ele- to clarify for elementary school, he did get a high school experience. Yes, this is true, and then on to as you referred to as the university, as which well. isn't bad because yeah. middle school was the worst experience of my life. Yeah. So like middle school sucks, elementary school is fine. Why is that? Because middle school is when like girls start to become bitches, and like you well, you. Yeah, hard B. Yeah. <laughs> We're rated E for explicit podcasts. Um, no, because like girls start to go through puberty and like everyone's looking different and like some like just it's a really weird time and then you that's just the worst it's like ruthless time. Yeah, people it's people are bullied, like, but they're from ages like yeah, like grade seven, grade eight, like ages like twelve to fourteen. It's like So I really didn't miss much? You literally missed nothing. Okay, I'll take it. So let's move on to uh, university, maybe. If you guide us through the podcast, go ahead, what were you thinking? And also, shout out, I want to say this, Sarah, you always say, like, how I'm not an intern, and I'm not, but you advocate for paid internships. So whenever you say I'm paid, it's... I have a different title, but Sarah does advocate for paid internships. I do advocate for it. Yeah, that's true. You do always bring that up. If we did with RTA. Yes. Advocate for yourself to have a paid internship. But I just wanted to know, how did you guys pick the school you went to, the university... I'm sure you guys. It's a good question. Like, why did you pick it? Um, and what because was in the thought process. You know that song "Mastermind" by Taylor Swift. That was me in ninth grade. No, I um I went on a tour of Bell Media when I was in ninth grade because my dad was actually running the Toronto Marathon, and Bell had an and so my we needed something to do during the day when being in the city. And my mom and I went to the Bell Open House. They did it at, like their oh, yeah. Scarborough campus. They used to do this like open house thing where you could go and tour all the studios and stuff. 
meet some of the people on shows and I went and I met Seamus O'Regan who used to host Canada AM oh yeah this is very niche now a politician now he's a politician <laughs> and I I asked him the funniest person picturing myself with like silly bands all on my arm in ninth grade and I'm just like this little like brace face and I was like I want to have your job what can I like what can I do to have your job and he said go to the RTA school of media and that's where he had gone. And then I immediately knew what the RT school media was. My mom, who works in the university sector, was super judgy about TMU, formerly Ryerson at the time. She goes, Ryerson, that's not a good school, whatever. Obviously, she was wrong. And I just did everything I could to go to, I knew I wanted to go to media school. I looked up all the other alumni. So I always knew I wanted to go to the RT school of media. And then the year that I was applying was the year that the sport media program popped up. And when I accept, when I got into both programs, media production and sport media, I chose sport media because I wanted to be in a smaller class size. It was only 60 students being accepted. And I knew that there would be more opportunities being part of a first graduating class. Yeah. yeah. Well, I feel like TMU, especially RTA, had that. Uh, it used to be, I think the university hate maybe came from, it used to be considered, what, what was it a called? Polytechnic like a polytechnic institute. institute yeah. like some, more similar to a college. Exactly. A little bit more hands-on. But that was something that attracted me more so than like, uh, kind of like a Western media program or something yeah, that's very theoretical. Like so, yeah. And I actually applied to both film. My first ideal program actually was film at TMU. Mm. And then I got waitlisted <gasps> and I got into film at York. But for the same reason, that was more of a theoretical As opposed um, to hands-on. Program, yeah. So I turned down that, even though I got, they are like trying to give me a scholarship there too. Um, I was like, I would rather be downtown mm -hmm. toronto same. as well as for same. like outside of school yeah parts of it like changing my life from like moving to from waterloo a smaller city which you know we touched on a few episodes ago uh to toronto and then be, what attracted me to it as well was there like different streams that you could go into yeah. within the program itself and i think that that's probably something that's true for most university programs right mm -hmm. unless you're doing like general art well maybe even general arts um that you can stream into something that you're interested in once you kind of get your hand. Well, yeah, because like I didn't know a producer was a job until I was like in RTA, and then you learn about all of those things when you're there, right? Yeah, so. right. And I kind of streamed more into the business side of things, 100, uh, and producing as well. Business of producing. Yeah. 101 and 102. <laughs> <laughs> did what, about, you, what about you, Izzy? How did you end up? Izzy is also an RTA mm -hmm. alum as well. So yeah. sorry if this is really inside baseball for all yeah. of you. You can tell we really keep it in the family. <laughs> for RTA, it really is. Like that whenever we have an RTA guest, we're like, RTA, collab. Like, yeah, exactly. Like, so I went, a big component for the sport media program for me was the internship part, honestly. Like when I was looking at it, other than also like we mentioned like TV lab, like the hands-on part as well as the theory was something that was really great also the campus like I remember in my grade 12 year because I took 12x because I remember going to every university and being like so I have no desire to go to any of what is 12 is that taking an extra year yeah it's like a it's like oh, a, it's like a, okay, yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. a, a victory lab like, victory lab yeah, yeah. <laughs> you used to have to take grade 13 I remember my parents told me they you yeah had to take it to go that to was until then in the 90s they got rid of that but yeah, yeah. victory lab is what mm -hmm. we called victory it 12x yeah that sounds cooler though yeah that's what we all called it but I just remember in grade 12 mind you I was going into like I was like I'll do science or math like well these kind of programs and I remember stepping on all those campuses and being like I have no desire to be here and I don't have that like exciting mm -hmm. nervous energy that all my friends came back to school telling me about where were you touring like I which was campus? touring beautiful call campuses out. call them oh, out no but they're all beautiful <laughs> what schools is he didn't like and deep down Name you know what? <laughs> but deep down I know it's because none of the programs called for me so it's like i would go to the beautiful campus of guelph and i'm like mm, can i imagine doing like health science here mm. like the thought of doing those classes was can i picture deal? myself with my feet being stuck to the floor of trappers all yeah. of those things yeah no and like i remember <laughs> i went to u of t and i toured the Ooh. campus this beautiful saint george <laughs> campus and i still that's when it worried me when i toured a toronto university and i was like oh i don't have the spark that i thought i would for toronto oh and then in my 12x year we went, and it's funny because my dad obviously got very excited when he heard Sport Media. He was like, you can get me free Leaf, leaf tickets. And I was like, <laughs> I don't think we're there yet, Dad. But when I stepped on the TMU campus, I was like, this is Toronto. This is downtown. Like, it was that downtown energy. And because I was initially going mm -hmm. into media production. Like, I went to, what is it called? Like, they just talked about the programs. University what was it called? fairs? Yeah. yeah. Well, it wasn't the fair because it open was house? only. Yes, open it was house. like an open house. And so... 
yeah long story short they were talking about media production and that's what had caught my eye and then they mentioned the sport media program and i was like this this i kind of like and then mm. i went through the program and I like probably the worked your open house that. which is so embarrassing for me no i such didn't a see you that's the thing when you said you worked all them i, I didn't did work see all you, of them and like the exam or not the exam sorry but like the testing we, we had to write you guys had, my to class, test we had to test to get an essay. in the essay, the essay and the interview. Yeah. Whoa. Oh, yeah. No, I know. You just had to send in like an application. Thing. There was an They brought essay. back the interviews though for my mm. year. Anyways, we're going to be so off track out. and this is way too inside yeah, RTA. So what's yeah. your next question? So, <laughs> well, because I know you guys roomed in dorms. I would love for you to talk about your off-campus dorms, but you were in Pittman. Like Pittman I Hall. Oh, so okay. What are some dorm room essentials? But also I want to hear the inside scoop on, you know, you got waitlisted for dorms. You don't live in the GTA area. What it's do you do? so tough with TMU because it's a commuter school and then like for anyone moving into Toronto I think it's still like this moving into Toronto to try to get into residence there's a really small number it of goes by how many kilometers you spots. Are. yeah and I was like I live 150 kilometers away why am I not getting in and mm -hmm. I didn't get in I ended up living in I think it was at the time called Campus Common it's like some, yeah, called the, something the else checkered now floors. <laughs> yeah which is basically uh, the which is basically the same as residence because it's essentially on campus across from the, one of the main but buildings. it's just like it's you don't fall like you're not under the university yeah it's a there private were, and there company. were other students it was all student housing though so there were, yeah. there were people from george brown there were people from and they have T. like people that like still live on the floor that are kind of like an ra right yeah yeah a little bit yeah uh but I, that, that was actually my second place where i moved i moved in to neil wisek <gasps> oh, you I've left known, neil wisek i left neil wisek after a week of living <gasps> there really yeah to put it on blast a little bit, a little sketchy. And it's so it's individual rooms. It's exactly like a dorm, individual rooms, and then like one big common area. Mm -hmm. So I had five roommates when I moved in. And as, upon the day I moved in, one of them comes to me and it's just like, oh, just remember to keep your door locked because we have a roommate who sells drugs out of her room. And like, people come in and they steal our shit all the oh, time geez. so i was like okay and like, i was like this really green kid you know like <laughs> no it's not the thing i want to be walking into so i went home after that like um after frosh and i was like i think i have to move <laughs> so, so i, I guess uh, jacob's dorm room essentials is bring a lock bring, <laughs> honestly bring a lock or say goodbye to your laptop oh my god, oh my god. um i lived in Pittman hall Pit 14, penthouse, shout out. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Pittman Hall looks exactly like what a resident looks like on, for those that don't know, um, on a, like, I don't know, a television show. Kind of like a cell, kind of like it's just got the brick that's like yellowy and it's been there forever. I lived in a room where I had my own private room and I had a roommate and then we shared one bathroom and I had a little common area which is great. And it was a girl I actually grew up with um, in Coburg. Uh, I loved living in residence because I'm a little social butterfly and I loved that I could just go knock on my friend's doors downstairs and go, hi, can you make me a grilled cheese? And like, that was my life. Um, I loved it. I had like the, I loved having my food right down. I don't know. I loved everything about res life because everything was so convenient. I did like going to visit people who were in residence and they had like the card yeah, the, that they had to spend by the yeah, end of the Yeah, the meal thing. plan cards. Yeah, yeah exactly. And, like and you'd swipe out candy. Or you'd stuff. go and just buy a bunch of mixers for alcohol and stuff. Mm. I loved living in res though. I loved getting to decorate my little res room. I mm. printed off all the photos of my friends and like had all my little fairy lights and all of that stuff. Um, but I genuinely like loved living in residence. I got involved in res, all of that. Were you ever my, an RA? Um, <clears throat> no. But if I was living in residence now, my essentials would be First of all, those little like caddies they try and sell you and stuff, you don't actually need one of those. I Definitely don't think not. so. You don't. That's like just Walmart trying to upsell you and everything. I would say make sure you just have a mattress pad topper. That's my number one most important thing for living in residence is like a, no, like a memory foam. Oh. Because the mattresses in res are not comfortable. Mm -hmm. So bring a, mem I got like this really thick memory foam mattress thing. Incredible. I had like the most comfy bed in all of residence mm. because, and then I also got like a really nice pillow. And then I always had a great night's sleep. It was perfect. That would be like my number one thing to bring. Other than that, I don't know, bring things to like make it feel like home. My family did this really cute thing. I went to university where they all wrote me little notes of encouragement because I was like the first like granddaughter to go off into university. And I had this uh -huh. like, so then when I was like feeling discouraged, I could read a little note. That was really cute. And then like photos of friends and family from home. Um, and also when your parents come and drop you off for the first time, make sure that they buy you a ton of snacks. I was going to say, and just them. like basics for cooking. You're not gonna, probably not going to do it a ton, yeah. but it's a great way to save money and I, just to have stuff around. I nice. would Although, like, like to say I used my cooking stuff a lot. I like made mac and cheese like three times maybe. <laughs> <laughs> I had a 
kitchen in my dorm Did room, you? and I was mm-hmm. like, I picked that one on purpose. I was like, I want four roommates with the kitchen. Yeah. And I ate pasta all the time. Mm-hmm. I loved it. But I would say sandals on top. The mattress topper is so important. Even if you get DCC or you get like a newer residence building that they somehow like have comfier bedding, mattress topper can never hurt. Always get yeah. sandals. Yeah sandals for the bathrooms i don't know if you share a bathroom with one roommate four roommates a whole floor shower sandals shower sandals is smart that's a good idea what about you jacob or even what you wouldn't bring i i would say uh don't do what i did and if you don't have a shower curtain get one right away i how was that not the first thing you go and buy i had everything and everything packed everything you could think of well i thought i'm probably not gonna need one and i get in and there was no shower curtain and that bath and beyond was like a stone's throw away i know but i was just like ah do i really need one i have a big shower so i didn't have one for two months (laughs) (laughs) two months not two weeks i was a menace i just pointed the shower inward oh my god i'm not proud of it this is a tip to get one you don't always (laughs) need shower curtains i think now you can look up like youtube like youtube pitman hall like people do great vlogs and so you should do that before you go into your dorm to know at any university you go to there's someone tiktokers there's there's somebody that's made a video of your residence so just check out what they actually have yeah i didn't need a shower curtain mine just was a door that closed whoa is it kind of like yeah yeah. that's because you're in a shared room yes what else do you got for us is well i also want to know i think the biggest question is how do you make friends at university mind you when you're an extroverted person especially what are good some good tips and tricks to making friends especially in your first year i mean i just talked to everyone and i tried to move around a little bit in classes i think one thing that i saw a lot of people do is like pigeonhole themselves with one friend group of like four or five people Mm -hmm. and then they kind of just took all the same classes together and they just went through the whole program together. Mm-hmm. Whereas I was like, I'm gonna go and sit with these people over here in this class mm-hmm. and then I'm gonna take a different class. I'm gonna sit over there with those people. And just spread yourself out a little yeah, bit. Yeah, I was very similar. I just like, uh, so I, it depends on your school, but I think a lot of schools have like different types of like frosh weeks too. So like I know our school had, there was res frosh, which was like, if you lived in residence, you got to go to the, that frosh and those activities. There was general TMU frosh, which was like the bigger activities. And then there was also specific school and program froshes. So that was three opportunities to meet three different groups of people if you get involved with different things. Um, that's the easiest. I think the biggest piece of advice though, advice though even if you're... If you're I think the biggest piece of advice, though, even if you're extroverted or introverted, I don't think it really matters, is that everybody's in the same boat when you're going to university. I talked about this a few episodes ago about how, like, university is a really great opportunity to, like, reinvent yourself or to start fresh. And you can leave all this stuff behind about who you are back home because you're a new person. If you're normally an introvert back home, you can be an extrovert and no one would know the difference. I just think that everyone's in the same boat as you. So just being the first person to maybe make a connection or something is really special because everybody there is trying to make friends and everyone there is nervous and anxious. So having that good energy and that welcoming energy I think goes a really long way and I mean I'm still like best friends with like the group of like 10 to 15 people that I met in my first few weeks of school because of that so I just think everyone's in the same boat so just don't be afraid to be the person that makes the first connection and find someone else off campus that has a house or something like that and doesn't mind throwing parties and just <laughs> help them throw parties yeah help but them if you're throw in res, parties. like and make friends with somebody that. that's a year older so yeah <laughs> well these are some great tips and tricks guys <laughs> I'm sure the parents are hearing this and loving you don't have it. to drink if you don't want to I didn't you don't I, have to. I didn't really drink my first year of university oh really yeah not really i drank way too much my first year of university <laughs> sorry mom and dad <laughs> we love to hear it what a great role model Thanks. but i also had what are some expectations and realities you think people should have going into university because high school is even middle school it's so different in such a different environment when you go into university what do you think are some expectations they should have and some reality or reality checks they should have when they go into university or college. I think the biggest facade is that when you go to university, you're an adult. (laughs) Like, I think like it's like, oh, you're 18, you're out of the house, like you're going to the big city, you're an adult now. Like university is perfectly set up to be a transition into adulthood. Residents, all these places, like literally like residents, if you like screw up or something happens to you, there's like adults there to help you still. There's, There's people around you to support you. There's like people that sit at the front desk and make sure that no one comes in to try and like rob you or something. Depending on where you live. Hope so. And so I think it's like I now looking back, look at university as the perfect like transition. And I think I didn't think about it that way when I was in school. I thought I was like, I'm a grown up. I live in Toronto. I'm like so old, blah, blah, blah. Like settle down, Sarah. You're like 18 wearing like 
three inch heels to the club and trying to like I just it was ridiculous so I think looking back though it's a good transition period to be able to try out new things and just I don't know like figure out who you are a little bit um, because you do have the cradle of like being in an institution and having support systems and like all of these resources to you that also don't really cost you anything because you're already paying for the tuition right so I think it's like pre-adulthood which I didn't think about it at the time when I was there. I thought I was a full-blown adult when I went to university. What about yeah, you? Yeah, I think somewhat similar. For me, one of the uh, like turning points was realizing how how less structure there is, I think, at the same time with uh, regard to the type of schoolwork that you're actually doing. You're going to classes that are sometimes at wildly different points mm-hmm. in the day. It's not like you go to school at 8.30 in the morning and mm-hmm. you're done in the afternoon at the same time. Or like 9 to 5 or something. Yeah. yeah, and sometimes you're going to different buildings all over campus. Like it could be a pretty big change to get used to scheduling your day. And I think that that's maybe like one of the biggest things that I had to get Don't used to. Don't take a Friday morning class. You will always ask. regret it. Don't take a Friday morning, 8 a.m. You will always regret it. Yeah. Should you ever or take a Monday, class, or a, no. a Monday morning, 8 a.m. Any 8 a.m.s, don't take them at all. You will think, oh my God, I really want to take this class. It's not worth it. 10 I don't care. 10 a.m. max. I don't care if Ryan Gosling's teaching that class. It's not worth it to be on a Friday <laughs> morning at 8 a.m. Like it's, yeah, 10 is like acceptable. Did you ever schedule your, like choose which classes you were going to take yes. to make your schedule yes, look good? Yes, 100%. My I, favorite. I was going three-day weeks. I was oh, I was yeah. a three-day week. No Me classes too. on Mondays or Fridays ever. And I missed out on some classes that I really wanted to take because of that. Did but you I'm get like, any further ahead because of those classes? Absolutely not. I could have maybe had like a minor in something, but like has yeah. anyone looked at my degree? No. No. But yeah, no, the 8 a.m. classes, you'll probably get them as your core classes. Yeah, you'll my, have to yeah. take a couple. I got them as my core classes and I was like, you'll have to take them a couple enough. times. But yeah, but that's also a good time to make friends because then you're like, oh, 8 a.m. We're all mm. suffering together, yes. right? Yeah. yeah. Well, were there any extracurriculars that you guys did during <laughs> school um, that also helped you make friends or find community beyond? I know we got lucky with, I think, RTA, like a lot of our friends, I would assume are within like those programs because yeah. we hung out a lot but was there anything you guys did extracurricular wise that you got to meet other well, people I, from different programs I, well different programs yeah um a little bit uh, we were both on curtis though which is like the course union of yeah. rta and that was essentially planning social events and yeah. various other events very on brand for jacob and i yeah. <laughs> yeah but that's also a really good excuse to be like you know what we haven't had a party with our whole program mm-hmm. for a or while. A, Let's or, or like J School versus RT karaoke, karaoke or those types of say. things. Like different events oh, organized stuff like that. that. I it know it got, got real rid. it got real lame after after we left. It I don't was know about lame. Heated when no, I it was, was there. heated. Like it was like you did not miss J School versus RT karaoke. It was like the thing it was at the Ram yeah. and the Rye and, and like, you went we would show it was like a Thursday. At, we, night. we did love Ram and the Rye, but we didn't have those events. We showed up at we would show up for RTA versus journalism karaoke probably at like two PM Maybe probably between like two. I think you were getting Jacob ready. was showing well, up at two. Well, <laughs> I was getting up, he everyone was going. It out. Well, like they did it in one area of the student bar there, so we would just get everyone to a mass in the front because it's really tough to perform well as a journalism student if you're sitting in front or singing of all in the front RTA of all the RTA students. That's people. true. And um, we were obnoxious. Wow. But I would just say, like, don't think like you're too. If if we're looking for like advice or something mm-hmm. about like how to actually meet more people and get involved, yeah. it's like I didn't get a t- really involved in my first year and I regretted it. And then my other three Same. years, I was like overly involved like I did so many things and just saying yes to everything because again like you're it's the only time in your life that you really like you don't have I mean you might have like a part-time job but it's like you're not really reporting to anyone you can do as much or as little as you want to which is a really unique time mm-hmm. and you get to meet so many cool people I got to go to VidCon twice because of getting involved really in cool. stuff within my university like there's there's different opportunities and I know some of my friends like traveled to Africa and like mm-hmm. did all these like huge like mission trips and like really cool stuff that your schools offer that you might not even realize unless you take the blinders off of just like what you do on your day-to-day in your program. Yeah, one of the other last things I think I would say is that there was an Oakham Cafe. It was like the little oh, cafe in gem. the middle of campus, really. Yeah. And gem. a lot of people probably have that on, on other at other schools yeah. too, right? Like little coffee shops or whatnot that you can go to. Often, at least at Oakham, the prices were really, really affordable. They're still good. It was student-run um, for lunch or breakfast or, or even dinner, I think. So if you didn't options. plan on going to TMU this podcast, podcast is pretty yeah, relevant to you guys. no but even getting like saying yes to everything like 
Yeah. That I'm people, s- like, if people invite you, like, if you're in your first year, especially, and people invite you to go out, say yes. Like, I remember even as an extroverted person, I was like, oh, I'm kind of nervous, so I'm just going to stay in my dorm room and see the people I know. But if, like, I had said yes, like, mm-hmm. I'm still friends with these people, but they would say, Izzy, I remember we invited you to this and you didn't come. And I was like, I was so nervous, but yeah. everyone was there to meet other people. Like, yeah, I think that's good advice. at the end of the day, it's like, like you said, everyone's in that mindset. And then I had another question about, do you think you need to go to every class? I think absolutely not. not. What you do is um, you end up dating someone like Nolan Cattell, who is a keener and does go to every single class. And then they take all the notes and then you just take the notes and study for the exam. You cram study the night before if you even study at all. And then you, I was on the other side. I I dated someone in the program as well. And uh, I was, I was a the one that would go to class and get well, the notes. Well, no, we weren't in the same year, and I had taken some of the classes before. Oh, so you're just and uh, I was like, I would rather go to this concert tonight. And she was like, Well, I've got to do this essay, and I'm like, Spring here. Okay, but, but you can't do that. Oh. No, 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 no I wasn't plagiarizing. You would, you no, would and it, it wasn't the same essay. I was oh, just like, you, I know you. what they're looking for. Let oh, me help, true. Help oh, yeah. yeah. But um, no, you don't have to go to every class. If there's a different opportunity or something in the moment, like missing one class will not, like, I literally missed a month worth of classes because I worked on the Olympics. I was like, sometimes you just don't vibe with the professor, but you need the credit. You know 100%. What I mean? And like, if, do you know what? As long as you're attendance mark, it's just do the bare minimum. No one, unless you're maybe trying to get into like a law school or something, hence why like Nolan actually went yeah. to class all the time. Um, unless you're trying to get into a law school or whatever, like put the effort into the classes that you think you're going to get the most out of. Other than that, those like electives you just have to take, do the minimum, do whatever you can, and then focus on other areas as long as it's being productive in another way. Although yeah. I still do have a recurring dream that I've, I missed getting an elective at university. And that you didn't actually yeah. graduate? And I didn't actually graduate. That's terrifying. Do you still yeah. get that dream to I, this I day though? I still do, Yeah. That's oh my god! <laughs> so yeah, don't say. Also, don't especially if you're in your first year. Don't say no to plans because you want to study. I say this like I wasn't on academic probation. That's different if you are. I missed out on seeing Adam Sandler because I was like, oh, I think I need to like write this report. My friends went to TIFF and they saw Adam Sandler. Uh, I saw Adam Sandler my first he in, year at TIFF and I remember being That's like, I remember being like, mm. and I still did well in school. Like, there's a time and a place, and so yeah, don't say no to like everything especially mm-hmm. in the name of academics yeah. and i'm doing a master's so like i needed to get good grades in university to be able to like or in my bachelor mm-hmm. to get it but do you guys have any parting words of advice for people either in their first year second third or even their fourth year of their bachelor's degree not planning on going to school after like what's your advice for them university wise i would say in college Yes, in college. I think um, just take advantage of every opportunity you have at school. I genuinely loved university. Like I had a really great university experience and I think it was very full and fulfilling because I got involved in so many things and I, you have so much energy. Like, I mean, people say to me, I have a lot of energy all the time, but like you should have seen me in like university. Like I had, I was a little energizer bunny and I never said a no to anything. I like said yes to everything. And I just think that that gave me a really well-rounded experience. And yes, like I, took classes that I liked and I went to class but like I also wasn't afraid to like like we talked about earlier know the time and place to like take other opportunities and whatever but just get involved and just take full advantage and just you know go on out on the Thursday night the Friday the Saturday like just you're gonna like have memories like that with your friends forever and just like live it up to the fullest I miss university I was a little young and wild and free and I miss it a little bit so you'll never have another time like that in your life so. yeah I would say don't let the grades unless you really need them and you're, you're going to be moving on to a mm-hmm. master's or something like that don't get let the grades get in the way mm-hmm. of also pursuing other projects I agree. aside from the social aspect of things which is super important of course don't let grades get in the, in the way of of pursuing something on your own especially if you have a really great idea don't wait and or if you have the resources that your school is offering you take advantage of those for your personal projects as well outside of what they're hopefully trying to or what you they're making you do in class yeah and also take advantage of the resources in your school just in general you're paying a lot of money to be there so make sure you take advantage of every single one the reason I started therapy was because it was covered in the university you going I don't know like you can use a personal trainer at the like there's just so many things that are already included in your tuition that you don't even realize that you're paying for so make sure you take advantage of every single thing that is going on there and always go to an event if there's a free lunch always yeah oh 100 take a bring a bag with you yeah <laughs> like that. what about you is what would be your piece of advice as someone going into a master's oh a master's well my biggest piece of advice would be like honestly save up and get like a small digital camera and 
this sounds weird but print out pictures every year after like you go to university and have a photo album i know that's weird from each year that's that. not weird that's I've so wholesome it, i've been doing it i did it my first year and like when covid hit and stuff i got overwhelmed with school but i would say and i say get a camera because sometimes my iphone camera like photos actually don't turn out as well as i mm-hmm. hope like the quality isn't there when it's on paper but anyways i think that's a cute little project of like make memories and it's okay to take out your phone and encapsulate something because you do look back on it especially if you're still friends with those people years mm-hmm. later so have fun and get into scrapbooking oh that's so cute especially because you're gonna forget stuff i literally we're talking yeah. about things and like memories are popping up I'm like it was only five years ago that i graduated and i forget half and of I my university like experience friend groups too like a lot of those friend groups a couple of people are probably going to need those photos for like their wedding uh yeah slide <laughs> shows or for like too. when they do it at the table number <laughs> exactly. like they put a photo <laughs> exactly well thank you so much for steering the ship of this episode izzy it's your well you're kind of the host you weren't really the guest you were kind of the host but you still get to say your goodbye into the camera so what do you want to impart what do you want your final thing to say um thank you so much for having me on uh i love doing this show I don't really know what I would say of my sign off because everyone follow Izzy on TikTok. It's oh, yeah. a pizza pie. That's follow Talking Fast me. Show. Follow yeah. Is a Pizza Pie on TikTok. Is he running on TikTok no. like no one else? Welcome back to our voicemail segment where every week we try and give you the best advice or help you get to know a little bit more about us. So are you ready for voicemail number one? I'm ready and I'm hyped. The first one sitting in our voicemail inbox. Is this still called an inbox if it's a voicemail? No, it's called sitting in your voicemail. I don't know. I was born in 1996. Anyways, (laughs) rank the movie watching experiences at home, in the theater or at the drive-in. This is a big three. This is the big three. Where else are you going to watch a movie? I think you have to give it to the theater. As number one. As number one. Okay. Caveat. <laughs> oh. It's so pretentious. <laughs> no, I have a caveat too, and I hope it's not the same. It could be the same one. I only will go in the VIP theaters. Oh, it's not the same one. Um, unless bougie, it's like an bougie. IMAX, unless it's an IMAX experience <laughs> or something like you're going for like that. I only go VIP because now like what's the point like i want the big i don't want to be like, close to someone i don't want to be like Granted, fighting over an armrest you gotta be like careful about that because there's some vip theaters that aren't actually that vip i'm i'm looking at you uh uh bloor was it bloor bay theater it's a vip theater up there cineplex and they're like five seats oh and i would yeah, take my living room no, over going to that, that one's VIP not theater. okay that one's not a real vip you have to go to like the one on the Queensway or the one at Young Nanda Square. It's a true VIP experience. Okay. But yeah. I like not having to like fight over, oh, who's getting this cup holder? Like who's ar- who gets the armrest? Like at the IMAX of Oppenheimer, I literally sat like this the whole time, like mm. with my arms in because I wasn't sure. So VIP movie going experience is the best. And there are some theaters that are strictly like recliners now, like Landmark Cinemas out in Whippy. It's like strictly recliners, even if you buy general admission tickets. I did ticket. go up to Young and Shepherd here in Toronto for Oppenheimer the other day. IMAX theater not like the 70 mil or anything like yeah. that but it was it was nice the it was good nice. as yeah. long as the chair's nice but I think movie like the, it's the only time you're fully like Im- immersed in it right like there's no distractions like I'm not picking up my phone in the movie theater for sure although there still was a guy two people ahead of me who like was addicted to his phone and checking his WhatsApp messages and oh. not even responding to people, just looking at who had texted him. Oh, he was waiting for a text like, that was never going to come. Uh, maybe, yeah. That's kind of sad. Or maybe he was waiting for a text that was going to be bad news that never mm, came. And that's happy. true. <laughs> what, what's your number two? Because I think we both agree movie theaters. Okay, but I have one. one my caveat, and I, I feel bad now because I called you up for being bougie for it being your caveat being uh, VIP because my caveat for movie theaters being number one is if they have a coca-cola freestyle machine oh <laughs> i want to be mixing your own drink sodas yeah i was oh, actually so, like, so psyched bank is like your favorite exactly then. and a lot of them 100 percent. yeah because they have one or they have two maybe even three i think they have like three yeah and three i went up to this young and shepherd theater to see oppenheimer and i was like this is gonna be a great experience cannot wait to slam together barks root beer and coke that's what you do. I mix a ton of them. I'm a menace when it comes to the <laughs> Actually, it's not surprising because you put weird t- food together. So no yeah. wonder you'd put like a free for all of drinks. We're looking. Do you know how many? Well, you flavors would come of back with so many cavities on a cruise ship. Like that's what it is on cruise ships. Did you know that? It's all freestyle machines that you you buy a that's cup. Why I can't go on a cruise ship? For and sure. that's like 
all you get is the freestyle Coke machines. Really? On a cruise ship, on a Royal Caribbean cruise, at least, yeah. Royal Caribbean, if you're watching, <laughs> listen. You're Send looking, Jacob on a cruise. <laughs> you are looking at your target audience for your a brand ambassador for your freestyle Coke machines. Wow. Yeah. Underneath that, I would say at home. I do too, because I think the awkwardness of sitting in a car is the is the bottom like it's fun to do once in a while but like again it's also tough to get a spot and you don't there's get good double spots. features and then you have to do the radio thing you have to get up if you want and then it's just like what's the best way are you just sitting in the front two seats or do you put the back seats down like i just think that's gonna be logistics it drive-in could be number one for a certain type of movie but not every movie like a uh, romantic comedy a light-hearted mm-hmm. movie a uh, summer blockbuster for sure but like if you're looking for some art house cinema, yeah, you're not no. sitting in the back of your car being like no. trying to critique something. I agree. I think at home is definitely the second option. Plus you can have unlimited snacks. That is true. And hit pause. Yeah, And hit pause Hello. and subtitles. The one thing that... Do you go subtitles? I didn't used to. Big debate. I didn't used to. And then I became a subtitles girly in the pandemic. How big is your TV? Uh, 40... I don't know, forty-two. Okay, inches? I think that's too small for subtitles. Forty-seven. <laughs> how big is a how big is a TV supposed to be? I don't know. I have one of those curved TVs though. Oh, do you really? It's I didn't buy it. That's, <laughs> I would never pay for a curved TV. <laughs> uh, but I have a curved TV. I use subtitles. Yes, not on everything. On just something like Oppenheimer, I would have loved to have subtitles on. Yeah, me too. And then anything with a song, I'd love to have subtitles on. It's easier for me to follow along. Otherwise, I get distracted, though. I feel like I'm not looking at the movie. Yeah, that's true. You're just like looking at the screen. But sorry, drive in. You're number three. What about... Uh, <laughs> what are you doing? Wait, did we finish? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's your turn. I'm, uh, yeah, I've yeah, been yeah. waiting for like a couple minutes to okay. ask a question. Vo- voicemail question number two. Things you are most looking forward to this fall. <sighs> I hate it. Shout out fall. Like no, I said, only I a couple more months question. left. I hate, have I talked about my dislike for fall on yeah, the podcast you hate before? Fall, you hate fall vet beverages. You hate breakfast food. You hate <laughs> brunch. You hate just like... I don't hate... I don't hate brunch. I hate breakfast foods, but I don't hate... I, I just I'm not a brunch you connoisseur you can own it make me a villain about how much I don't like brunch okay I just don't well the thing about brunch this is a side note is I don't like paying like $55 for something I'm not even enjoying like brunch is not like listen everyone's got their thing that's yours and it eats up the whole middle part of the day anyways anyways fall I'm in denial for? let's get this positive what are you looking forward to I nothing okay cozy sweaters you okay like pumpkin spice lattes no i hate pumpkin spice lattes for real fall depresses me because i despise winter and love summer so much and i just see fall as the transition into sadness what about crunching leaves under your boots i i live in downtown toronto like we've got leaves i know but like i'm not going in like frolicking in trinity bellwoods park like to crunch leaves and like do a little photo shoot and like my cable knit sweater and my uggs like that's not happening i just i've never been a fall girl i don't mind the weather like cooling down where i can wear i love a leather jacket so i love leather jacket season. season That's like my favorite part about fall. I love that Same. it's no questions asked. I'm wearing a jacket to the bar. I'm wearing a jacket out. I'm always bringing a jacket. I love it. I love that part of the weather. I love New York in the fall and I go to New York every fall. I'm going to be in New York in the fall to watch your marathon. Good time for a race. So fall. yeah. And I think running in the fall is going to be great for my first half. I think it's good timing. And I like Halloween. I guess that's what I'm looking forward to about fall. But the second is past like October 31st. I'm out on fall. Like it's not, I guess it's winter in my brain as of November 1st. Do you get hyped for Christmas though? Like, are you one of the people that are like, okay, Halloween's done. Let's get the Christmas decorations. I don't put the Christmas decorations up until like end of November, but like, I like the Christmas tree to light up my apartment. When you start listening to Christmas music. I don't really listen to Christmas music. We're learning a lot about you. (laughs) And we're also learning that I'm a fall. Yeah. What are, what are you most, (laughs) (laughs) what are you most excited about for fall? Everything I listed above. This is hilarious. Cause like literally I was texting Tara today and she's like, by the time you come back from, cause I'm away for like, while this podcast goes out, I'm like a three week not being here. She was going to be fall by the time you come back. And I was like, don't say that. Like, I don't like fall. And she was was yelling at me. Is Montana a big fall place? Seems like it could be. No, Montana. It's also the end of August. It's going to be 32 degrees. It's not going to be fall. And people, this is my PSA. Everybody thinks, and I think it is back to school propaganda that they make you think it's fall as soon as it hits September 1st. The summertime is still here until the end of September. It is still summer until like September 20th. So do not go and start pushing fall stuff on me. I'm looking at you, Dollarama, who already has Halloween stuff in the stores right now. Yeah, I saw Loblaws has uh, like Thanksgiving cakes. No. Wrong. Not ready for it. Let's move on. Let's move on. Anyways. We're getting bad vibes here. Okay, so now still about weather, kind of. It's a rainy day, Jacob. The It's... 
pitter-pattering on the windows. What? Are, how are you spending your rainy day? If you had the perfect rainy day. If it's, uh, you know what? I'm going to just say it's a day off. Even if it's in the middle of the week, I'm saying uh, it's a good day to kind of be lazy with it. You know, I don't think you've ever taken the, a day off. Answer, okay, but I answer emails from the couch, maybe. Okay, okay. You know, maybe throw on a comfort show. For me, that's like How I Met Your Mother to have be in the background. Okay. And then, you know what? We're probably going to order some, some takeout. Mm-hmm. We're okay. going to tip the delivery person well. Because it's raining. Because it's Correct. raining outside. Don't forget to do that. <laughs> and then probably just take it easy. I love I like a good that. excuse to relax and rain is like, oh, it's raining outside. Guess I should do less. Yeah, I'm the same way. I love, I, I find I'm actually on rainy days. I'm really productive in the morning because I can just stay at home and like I tidy, I putter, I do all that stuff because it's like, oh, I don't feel like I have anywhere to be. Like I don't feel like I'm missing out on the sunshine because when I, when it's really nice outside, I'm like twitching. I'm like, I feel like I should be on a patio or I need to be like outside doing something or, and I feel like when it's a rainy morning, especially I can like pitter patter around my apartment, tidy up, maybe pitter, like. Pitter patter putter. Pitter patter putter. You don't strike me as someone who putters very much. Around my apartment? Yeah. Mm, uh, when it comes to like tidying, I just go tidy, tidy. Pitter, Are you like pitter. a constant tidy person? Yeah, it's never clean, but constantly tidy. Yeah. Same. I pay someone to come and actually deep clean it, but I I like I'm constantly having it tidy. But I'm not afraid to throw everything in a second bedroom and then close the door and be like, it's clean. <laughs> we were talking about this off camera, which is like my Instagram posts that are highly curated. But most of the time it's just like, whoa, look at these nice chairs in the front. And then if you saw the back view, it'd be like yeah. other chairs piled up that look like but shit. Also says actually on a rainy day, I love cleaning. I love a good clean on a rainy day. Yeah. It's a good um, and same, I'm like ordering Thai food or something cozy and warm, ramen, something like really good i'm not cooking and i'm like sitting on the couch and right now i would be sitting on the couch watching vanderpump rules that's what i'd be doing on a rainy day not bad anyways you could also listen to this podcast on a rainy day or a sunny day or if you're on a run or wherever but if you made it this far thank you so much for listening to us as always we will be here every single wednesday i've been sarah that's been jacob and we'll see you next week Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.